One of the things that we decided right off the bat when we started this podcast was we would not let just anybody sponsor us. To get on here and be a sponsor, you have to share the same values and you have to have the same heart uh, as we do. And you have to be providing something that's very important to us. And coffee is very important to us. And that's why we've been very happy to have Juniper Mountain Trading Post Coffee as our personal sponsors here on the channel. They're the company that provides all the coffee for the school. It's the coffee that we drink personally at home. And, uh, and we're very, very happy. They're a family-owned company that does everything themselves. And they have the same standards and the same heart that we do. So if you're looking for a, a quality coffee company, uh, go to junipermountaincoffee.com. And when you check out, make sure that you plug in and type in Dry Creek, all one word, for a 10% discount. Good morning. Dwayne here, Dry Creek Wrangler School. It's a Saturday morning, and the last class uh, just pulled out. And it's been a great week this week. I mean, really a good bunch of folks, and we had a really good time. So mom are taking the opportunity, mom and I, to uh, make another video this morning while we have the chance. And for you tender souls who just got all excited because I was in the barn last time on that soaking wet hay on the rainy day, I've got a concrete floor here. We're in the tack room uh, here on the ranch. The sun's extremely bright out there and it was messing up mama's video. So we come in here to try it out. Um, we were sitting around the fire this week and one of the students asked me, uh, she said, Dwayne, what is the, if you were to give us young people, and there were three young people in the class this week, one piece of advice, what would it be? If you had the opportunity to just give us one piece of advice. And that was a really good question. I had to think about it for a minute. I had nobody had ever asked me that before. And so I said, develop the ability and the habit of critical thought. Um, now, what does that mean? Well, I'll tell you what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean critical speech. It doesn't mean critical attitude. Critical thought is sorely and severely missing in our society today. Very much so in the horse world, but also in the rest of the world, in politics, in life, uh, in social, uh, cultural changes in church, in religion, uh, people don't engage in critical thought. Now, critical thought is you hear something, somebody tells you something, and you take it and you set it down and you look at it. And you say, well, what is an alternative opinion of that? And so you go and start searching and you start researching, you start studying, and you start looking. And you take and you set the thoughts and the options down in front of you. And you look at it. And you, with logic and reason, you judge what is right. Um, the most, the most, um, oh, what's the word I want? Rabid. The most rabid people in politics today. I'm talking man on the street, are the people who heard something, who were told something on television, were told something 
um, on social media, and so they took it and they ran with it. The people, and, and they don't look at it, and I'm talking about both sides. I'm talking about both sides, all right? And they don't listen to the other side. They don't look at both sides, so you're completely out of balance. Uh, the people who are most likely to metaphorically and literally burn you at the stake over religion is someone who has sat there and listened to a cult-like figure tell them something and they did not sit down and study it out and look at it for themselves. And if you question them, you question what they know, you question the veracity of the person that they worship, and there's no critical thought. We have students come in um, with their horses, and I, this, I get this all the time, and they're doing something, they have something with their tack, there's something about the way they trailer their horse, there's just a whole myriad of things and, and they asked me, they're like, Dwayne, I do this, what about this? And so my response is, why in the world do you do that? Well, because the people we ride with tell us that's what we have to do. And we just started and we don't know. So since they tell us that's what we have to do, then that's what we do. And, uh, and then, you know, I might ask them, so... But what do you think about it? Well, it just doesn't seem right. It just doesn't make sense. Then why do you do it? Because they tell us this is what we need to do. And so I encourage them, look, sit down and study and engage in critical thought. Don't just take something that somebody says and say, well, that must be gospel. That must be true. That must be the way it is. Um, the most adamant loud, bombastic people out there are the most ignorant people. And that's just the unfortunate truth, okay? By the way, um, CAO, cons I ain't even gonna say this right, Consigliari, um, fella sent me three of these to try, and uh, I guess CAO partnered up with a television show uh, about mobsters, the Sopranos, I think, and so the original was, I, I don't know, The Soprano. When Sopranos went off the air, they lost the rights to that name, so they came out with the Consigliari. But this is supposed to be the cigar they smoked on that show, if that means anything to you. It doesn't mean anything to me, but it's a five-tobacco blend. The I believe the, uh, the wrapper is Brazilian, and the binder is Honduran. And then the fillers are, let me see if I get this right, um, Dominican, Colombian, and Nicaraguan. It's a medium-strength cigar. Uh, it's mild. I mean, to me, it's mild. It's listed as medium, but it's really smooth. Got a, got a nice flavor to it. It's a good cigar, so um, I thank you for it. All right? So anyhow, critical thought. Now, there... I think in this country, we're at a stage right now where people do less thinking and more talking than they ever have in their life, all right? Uh, but you can take anything and sit down and apply critical thought. Not to be confused with modern criticism as in, you're this, you're that, you're this. Just sit down and judge. You have a brain just like everybody else does. 
All right? If you go to church, you have the same Bible that your preacher does. You have the right and the responsibility to read the Word and study and see if he's telling you the truth or not. Because he's only a human. All right? You have the same... Um, you live in the same country that the politicians and the right-wingers and the left-wingers and everybody else does. You have access to the same information they do. All right? So, critical thought. Think for yourself. I guess that's probably the, the biggest thing is just think for yourself. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to, uh, to think and to ask questions. So, I had someone months and months ago get on, and uh, they were just all rabid about mounting blocks using a mounting block to get on your horse. Uh, only the evil people did not use mounting blocks. You have to use a mounting block. Now, I listen to everything, even something as silly as that. And so I sit down and I apply it to critical thought. So here was my critical thought process. Let's look at the top horse cultures, top horse nations in the history of the world. And we'd have to say top number one is Mongolia back in the day of, its, of the empire. How many millions of horses did these guys ride across the steppes on conquering their part of the world? How many wagons did they have in the vanguard carrying mounting blocks for all these Mongolian soldiers? Well, it's silly. Of course not. So let's look at another one. Let's look at the Native Americans in this country. Let's look at the... Uh, the Comanche, let's look at the Cheyenne, let's look at the Sioux, let's look at the ones that are known for their great horsemanship, the Nez Perce. Um, did they use mounting blocks? No. Did the Roman Empire use mounting blocks? No. Did the U.S. Cavalry? did they use mounting blocks? No. Look at the greatest horsemen, greatest horse clinicians, greatest horse trainers known in the world today. Name one that used mounting blocks. I couldn't think of a one. And so I'm like, okay, so this concept across the board does not measure up to critical thought. Now, if I'm five foot nothing and I weigh 180 pounds and I have a 28-inch inseam and I insist on riding a 16-and-a-half hand horse, then I'm going to want a mounting block. But for me to stand up and pontificate from the top of a mountain that everybody who doesn't use mounting blocks is cruel to their horses doesn't stand up to critical thought. It, it doesn't measure. Um, it's, it's just an example of going through life. People tell you at work, you need to do this. Now, whether it be, it doesn't matter what it is. All right, people in your family, people in your life, step back. Look at them and say, is this working in their life? Don't take marital advice from someone who's on their third or fourth marriage. And don't take any life advice from an unhappy person. That's critical thought. Now, I don't criticize them verbally, but if someone says, that's foolishness, that's wrong, you're, 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 you're keeping down the whatever and, and you're... I'm, I'm being, I'm being uh, a little bit careful here. All right, step back and say, look, how has their philosophy of life 
how has it helped them? Are they miserable in their liberty? Are they bitter and unhappy in their perceived equality? Are they, um, are they kind and good and gracious and joyful and at peace in their religion? And if I follow their advice, if I follow, if I pick up what they're putting down, am I going to be like them? And do I want to be like them? Don't be afraid to ask. With your horse, when people say you've got, when students come here, I'm like, listen, it's your horse. It's your tack. It's your life. Now, I will help where I can. I will point out some possibilities. I will point out some options. But ultimately, in the end, it's your decision. I'm not trying to make you a little clone of me, all right? All I'm saying is take everything everybody says, including everything that I say, and look at it through the glass of your life and where you are and what works for you. And lay it out there. Well, here's my options. Here's my options. Here's my options. Let's judge them and let's think about it. And then let me make the decision. Let me make the decision on what works for me. And I will take their counsel, and I will take their counsel, and I will take their counsel, and I will lay it out, and I will consider it, and I will look at it. And then I will make my decision on what is best. Now, we don't, if you're going to, if you have the mind and the personality, you're going to take that to the point, it's like, look, if I, if I want to get drunk every night, then I will. Uh, that's my decision, and I'm going to take their judgment. People can take anything and use it as an excuse for anything. I'm talking to people who want to better their life, people who want to better their horsemanship, people who want to, to better their position and their situation, people who want to be happy worshiping the Lord, um, and people who want to be the kind of person that they know that they should be. Well, there's a whole lot of people out there who are happy to tell you that they have figured out the answer, and they know, and they're happy to tell you what that answer is. And then you can be as hard-nosed, and you can be as unforgiving, and you can be as ungracious, and you can be as unhappy and unsuccessful as they are. And so don't be afraid to think. There's things in my horsemanship that I did not. This is, this is important, okay? There's things in my horsemanship that I did not get from somebody else. And, but it turns out it's not unique, okay? Um, so I figured out on my own, I put my saddle on my horse in the wrong place for years. Somebody said, you got to line up this, you got to do that. And for years, I rode my saddle in the wrong position on my horse. And for years, I knew this just isn't right. This, horse, this saddle is up on their shoulders, it's on their withers, it's not fitting right, it's pinching, it's not, it just wasn't right. And so, so I started experimenting, started looking, and started thinking. Just logical, critical thought. And I'm like, I found the shoulders, I found the pocket, 
I looked at the bars of the saddle. I chewed on it for days, and I, and I started moving my saddle back from where I was told it was supposed to be. And I started cinching it down, and it just, everything clicked. Click, 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 click. And I'm like, my goodness, this makes perfect sense. And that's how I started doing it. Well, then I found out later that that's the way it's supposed to be done. That's, that's the way the people who do it right, that's the way people all over do it. And their horses are successful and their saddles fit. And it was the right way to do it. Well, if I had waited until I'm going to sit here until somebody comes along and tells me what's right, tells me what to do, I'd probably still be doing it wrong. But I had the courage to think and to consider and to study and to try and to take the chance of being wrong. And it was critical thought that helped me get my saddle to where it's supposed to be on the horse. And then I found out later that that is right. Because critical thought, the right thoughts in the right process with the right heart always comes to the right conclusion. Chew on that. The people with the right heart and who engage in thoughts and look at the facts and track it down and go through the process, it's amazing they come to the right, they, they all come to the same conclusion. Um, and uh, so critical, critical thought, okay? Think for yourself. Go home on Sunday morning, sit down and look at your Bible. Study it and read it prayerfully. Did the preacher tell me the truth today? Now, maybe he wasn't intentionally lying. Maybe he just made a mistake. Because guess what? He's a human. Look in the mirror. What do you see? A human. Look around you at everybody around you. What do you see? A human. Look at that dude up behind the pulpit. What do you see? A human. And the thing about all of us humans are none of us walk on water. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And if you follow wrong leadership, and wrong leadership takes you to the wrong place because you're not thinking for yourself. You will not be held unaccountable. It's not like I'm not culpable. It's not my fault. There we go again. That has really, that subject there has really made people rabid. It's not my fault that I listened to this person and they led me the wrong place. Yeah, it is. Ultimately, in the end, you stand up and you answer for yourself. Now, there are a lot of folks have got on here and they said, look, I've, my family was horrible. My dad was abusive. My mom was gone. I wasn't taught right. I was allowed to get into drugs and alcohol at a very young age. I, I was not raised right. And that's out there. It, that's reality and that's the truth. But you've already begun critical thought. You've already started the process. You're standing there and you're looking and you're saying, where I am is not where I'm supposed to be. Guess what? Bingo, critical, critical thought. This is where life, this is life, this is life. Is this where I should be? This is not where I should be. You've already begun the process. So where should I be? I should be over there. Then what am I going to do? I'm going to live today like I'm going over there. And I'm going to think today. I'm going to think. I'm not going to be a sheep that follows whoever's barking the loudest at me. I'm going to think and I'm going to say, what do I need today? What do I need to do today to live my life as best I can today? Because tomorrow's gone, Hoss. It's gone. 
bad as it was, it's gone. We should be thankful it's gone. You can't get it back and you can't change it. So quit worrying about it. Tomorrow may not come. You have today. When you go to saddle your horse today, you have today. When you go to put your horse in the trailer today, you have today. Make it as right as you can today. Make it as logical and as reasonable and as thought out as you can today. And then if you happen to get tomorrow, you're a step closer to being better tomorrow. And that journey, that journey of thinking for yourself, of thinking and studying for yourself, that begins today and it leads you to the point where you become eventually a whole lot closer to what you wanted to be from the beginning. All right. So just folks, we got to think, we got to study. All right. We got to look people the, from the, from the church background that I came from tomorrow. What is today? Today's Saturday. Tomorrow there's going to be preachers all across the United States. They're going to be standing up and they're going to be screaming, screaming, red faced at the back wall against the evils of tobacco. When I was a little kid, about that tall, I'm walking across my granddaddy's farm with my uncle, and I idolized my uncles, my dad's brothers. We're walking across the field, and I look up at my uncle, and he's smoking a cigarette, and I look up at him, and in all assurance and innocency, I look at him, and I say, you know, the Bible says thou shalt not smoke. And he looked down at me, and he said, no, it doesn't. Man, that made an impact on me. And I was shook to the core. I never forgot that. I was shook to the core. And uh, as the years went by, I found out, you know what, it doesn't. What does it say? It does speak in several places against gluttony. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Okay, critical thought. Stop and think. They say... They say that what you do is you are, if you're a Christian, you are, um, what's the word? You're defiling the temple of God. Except Jesus said, that which goeth into the body defileth not the body, but that which cometh out of the body. So when we speak untruths, when we speak hateful, when we speak um, ungraciously, when we speak without love when we speak without wisdom when we speak without understanding we're defiling the body not when you have a beer or smoke a cigar okay critical thought sit down and think about it all right so anyhow i don't know just it was asked and so now it's answered and uh if if there's a little something there that helps you good and uh, if there's something there you didn't like Get on there and say, you know what, I'm not sure I agree with that. But be civil about it, for crying out loud. We've lost all our civility, okay? Critical thinking, not critical speaking. All right, be logical, be reasonable, be safe, and have fun. And we'll catch you guys next time.